There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your post-game instant reaction to Texas Tech falling to Oklahoma State 41-31. I'm your host, Spencer. Just me tonight flying solo. Michael is on vacation. I want to wish him well and he's having fun with the family, but... Texas Tech does indeed fall by 10 on the road to Oklahoma State. Ultimately, it is a cover for the Cowboys uh, in a, a game where the results was about what we expected. Uh, but the way you got there was quite a bit different, starting with starting quarterback Baron Morton getting his first start of his career for Texas Tech. And man, did he... Uh, at least in the first half, did he look really, really good. Uh, on the day, went 39 of 62, 379 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. That's a 63% completion percentage and a QB, QBR rating of 121.7. Uh, Donovan Smith was ultimately available, did come in for a, a play or two, uh, did record one pass attempt 0 for 1 on the day. Um, on the ground... Red Raiders picked up 148 yards on 41 carries on two touchdowns. That's good for 3.6 yards per carry. Um, across the board, um, you know, there were a lot of a lot of statistical categories where Texas Tech had an advantage or it was really close. Uh, total yards, you outgained the Cowboys by almost 100 total yards. Most of that was in passing yards uh, because both teams carried the ball 41 times. Uh, Texas Tech picked up 148 yards on the ground. Oklahoma State picked up 137. So you held them to just three and a third yards per carry. Uh, Spencer Sanders completed less than 50% of his passes, 22 of 45 for 297 and just one touchdown. Um, Penalties were about the same. Texas Tech had six for 50. Oklahoma State four for 38. But I think it really did come down to how Baron Morton was doing. We saw in the first half, even on, the, on that first drive, there wasn't any kind of settling in. He came in, uh, and he was hot from the beginning. Um, he had a couple of throws on that very first drive, both to Jerron Bradley on the sideline. One for a, a first down conversion where Morton was running to his right, or he was uh, rolling out to his right and just threw an absolute laser. Um, very accurate pass there on the run. And then a play or two later, hit Bradley again deep for a touchdown and man, did he just, Marin Morton, his arm, arm town is just off the charts. Um, ultimately, what, what I'm going to, what I'm going to say the game came down to um, was how Baron Morton played in the second half. There was a, there was a play there towards the end of the first half where he was hit. Uh, I was rolling out, looked like he was trying to attempt to pass, 
threw it, went up in the air a little bit, and then the Oklahoma State defender hit low on his leg, uh, which would have been about his knee if he was not in the air, uh, lower leg down towards his ankle, and then was just never the same. Uh, he was hobbling most of the game, limping. He wasn't uh, as quick to move in the pocket. Um, he wasn't as, as mobile, you know, running around and scrambling when he had to. First half offense for Texas Tech, 24 points, 347 yards, uh, picked up five and a half yards per carry on 23 carries, 127 yards, um, 220 pass yards, only committed two penalties for 20 yards, um, converted 46% of third downs, was perfect three for three on fourth downs, ran 62 total plays to Oklahoma State's 37 uh, about 5.6 yards per per play. Almost doubled up Oklahoma State on time of possession, which ultimately didn't matter because of how fast Oklahoma State played. Um, one of two on field goals and uh, just gave up the one sack. Uh, in the second half, though, you know you, you scored 24 in the first half, only seven in the second. 347 yards in the first half, 180 in the second. You were held to 1.2 yards per carry in the second half on just 21 rushing yards, 159 yards through the year. You had four penalties for 30 yards. Uh, you were awful on third downs in the second half. Two of nine for 22%. One of four on fourth downs. You ran 42 plays to Oklahoma State's 49. Um, you Both teams averaged about the same 4.3 yards per, per play in the second half. Uh, they did maintain Oklahoma State did maintain a time of possession advantage there but that was more as they were trying to run out the run out the game they were perfect on field goals two for two in the second half and then sacks were were about equal that they were equal um third downs uh Texas Tech faced 22 third downs and converted only eight which is 36.4 percent Oklahoma State, um, you held them to 8 of 18, but that's 44%. Uh, you had quite a bit further to go. You had seven and a half yards to go on third down to only Oklahoma State's only needed to get six yards. Um, passing on third downs, Texas Tech was 9 of 12 and picked up 102 yards. Uh, Oklahoma State was only 4 of 11. Um, you did pick up four first downs through the year. Rushing on the ground, though, uh, you did on third down run the ball 10 times but only converted four of those into first downs. Uh, you were picking up five and a half yards per carry, but when you you know were averaging seven and a half yards to get the first down, you just weren't weren't getting it done there. Um, defensively, I, I, I really felt like, you know, you played well enough to win this game. That's something, um, you know, it, it's weird to say it, it, when your team gives up 41 points. Uh, but I, f- I didn't feel like Texas Tech was out of this game until really late. And that was more because of just Morton uh, being hampered by his injury. Uh, in the first half, you definitely felt like you were in it. And had Morton been able to continue that performance into the second half, man, I mean, you would have had an even better shot. I know it's a 10-point game. It was closer until real late when Oklahoma State scored their last touchdown there in the fourth quarter. Um through the air, Morton did connect with 12 different receivers. Um, Trey Cleveland led the group, nine catches, 100 yards. Jerron Bradley, eight catches for 119. We talked about just how much the, the offense had been going through one player. 
uh, previous to this. And man, it was, it was spread around quite a bit. Uh, your next receiver, Xavier White also had eight catches, but 62 yards. Um, White and Bradley both had a touchdown. Um, your biggest play was, was, uh, through the air was Trey Cleveland down the left side there. It was on a 36 yards. There was a, uh, offsides call and then a pass interference call, but he was able to fight through that and catch it. Um, Cleveland ended the day uh, on 15 targets, nine catches. So it's 60%. He caught 60% of his targets averaged 11.1 yards per catch. Duran Bradley caught eight passes of his 10 targets. It's obviously 80%, almost 15 yards per, per catch there. Xavier white, 7.8 yards, eight catches on 10 targets. Um, on the ground, I mean, it really felt like you had done a good job containing Oklahoma State. We we knew that they weren't like a really great running team. They were able to pick up uh, a lot of first downs, especially on third downs, uh, was really kind of breaker there. Dominic Richardson, Richardson, their starting running back, nineteen carries for sixty-seven yards, three and a half yards per carry, long of nine yards. Spencer Sanders also ran the ball seventeen times, fifty-six yards. Two touchdowns. It's just three point three yards per carry, uh, as opposed to you know your starting running back, Sergeant Thompson, twenty carries, eighty-seven yards, four point four yards per carry. Baron Morton had sixteen carries of his own. Some of those were called runs. Some were obviously scrambles. Forty-six yards, two point nine yards per carry. Taj Brooks only got four four carries on eight yards. Um, through the year, like we we thought this was going to be where the game may have been won or lost uh, with how well Oklahoma State does through the air. Leading receiver in terms of number of catches was Brennan Presley. Six catches, 62 yards, 10.3 yards per attempt. He caught all six of his passes, um, or all six of his targets. Bryson Green, though, outside receiver, five catches, 115 yards. Uh, really stuck to a season average of 23 yards per catch. And a touchdown there. Um, you know, holding Spencer Sanders to under 50% completion percentage, I, I thought it was a win. They were you were getting a lot of pressure on him at, at points in the game, uh, and it felt like had you been able to keep that up, you know something would have broken there and he would have turned the ball over, um, but ultimately did not throw an interception. Um, I'm not even. I don't even think they they turned the ball over once, uh, where you had a a fumble and an interception there. Um, yeah, this this game like. It, it's it's weird. We I, I had been I'd been so so. I, I wouldn't say hard on Baron Morton because we hadn't seen him. I just gone with um, you know the evaluation of the coaches having him be third string. But man, it's hard to hard to justify that after what he did today, and say like you know how do you you know where do you go from here right like next next game after the bye week is gonna be West Virginia. Who's gonna be the starting quarterback there? Um. Because in, in my in my mind, uh, for what I'm seeing, assuming Baron Morton is healthy, I I would I would expect him to come back and take that. I think uh, Donovan Smith had done well in Shuck's absence, but not well enough to to automatically fend that off if Shuck was healthy when he came back. But man, what Baron Morton did today really changes the conversation. Um, if and when Shuck is is healthy enough to come back, and you know when he's ready to play. Is it, you know, who's it going to be? Because if you can continue to get uh, a healthy Baron Morton, like those first half stats, man, it's, it's going to be hard to, to turn that down. 
um, because he was just, he had just done so well, like I said, in the first half. I mean, he was, um, he was 24 of 39, two touchdowns, 220 yards, uh, and led the offense to 24 points. This is a team that, you know, obviously doesn't have the same defensive coordinator that you did last year, but with Donovan Smith and, and that group last season shut you out 23 to zero. Uh, you know, you, you had a, you had a lead on the road against Oklahoma state this year, 24, 20 and half. So, uh, not sure where, where it's going to go from here. Not sure the, the, the status of Baron Morton, if it's just going to be uh, something he needs some time to, to heal up on Bye week doesn't come at a, at a bad time at this point. Um, Big picture, I think we all had kind of thought three and three was about where Texas Tech was going to be at this point in the season. Um, I think there were a lot of positives to take from this game, especially on the offensive side. We had seen some um, some questions and concerns offensively uh, since Shuck went down. So many of those were answered. Uh, offensive line is still going to be an issue. Um, but like I said, if Baron Morton's healthy and able to go, man, it's, it's, it's tough not to like what you saw today. Uh, and and feel like he could give you a lot uh, of opportunity there in the second half of the season. You do get, like I said, a couple weeks to get healthy. Uh, you got West Virginia up first after the bye. Uh, not a team that is really, you know, picked to to give, uh, you know, much much run in the in the Big Twelve this season, especially you know how they've done. Um, and then you've got Baylor the following week, who is you know solid defensively and they're, they're going to be a power running team, uh, which I think matches up well with, with your defense, at least has your defense has done well against the run this season. Uh, and they try to get you off guard with play action and, and, and some misdirection there. But uh, just going back, man, it's just, like I said, really encouraging to see what you saw today from, from Morton in his first action on the road, uh, red shirt freshman. But just like I said, hope that his, his leg, lower leg, whatever it was, uh, is able to get healed up and and you get him healthy back for the second half, at least so you get, you know, a true evaluation done for the rest of the season. Um, with that, though, you know, um, ultimately losing by 10 to Oklahoma State was not, you know, unexpected. I do think it was closer today than I, I had projected. Love that. Uh, but you do fall 41-31. Get the bye week. We'll get back on Tuesday um, for some updates moving forward. But that'll do it for us on the 23 Personal Podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 personnel podcast help us out by subscribing rating the show and leaving a review follow us on twitter at 23 personnel spencer at punt suck and michael at michael underscore lbk be sure to catch the next episode and until then guns up and let the tortillas fly look around you can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.